was a nurse in med school. When I put my ear to her navel, I could hear the ocean. Hello, Bed. This is Captain Pierce. Can you hear me? That kid's got chest wounds. I can spot it a mile off. Terrific. Your eyes are perfect. Thanks. Yours are cute, too, Henry. Hark! A herd of nurse. Where's that gaggle? No, that's geese. Although goose and nurse don't go together. I'm going to be frank with you, Pierce. You're going to be frank with me? I mean, blunt. Oh, that's good. Otherwise, Frank would try to be Henry with me. I don't think I can stand that. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today are my good pals, Al. Hey, y'all. And Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're going to be discussing Dr. Pierce and Mr. Hyde. It's from Season 2, Episode 5. It's the 29th episode overall. It's directed by Jackie Cooper and written by Alan Alda and Robert Klein. Production code is k 405 and the original air date is October 13th, 1973. What's that? What's that I hear? Thunder? Thunder. Must be thunder. Avalanche. They get them here in the mountains all the time. You go to sleep. I'll put a hold on your rocks till morning. Hey, you've been carving for 20 straight hours. Even Albert Schweitzer takes a rest. You've gone through three shifts of nurses. Really? And I'm still hungry. And the plot summary to this episode is all about Hawkeye. Now, Hawkeye has been in nonstop surgery for three days straight without any sleep at all. And the wounded just keep on a-coming. He decides to find out who started the war and sends a telegram to Harry S. Truman. After listening to some of Frank's rubbish about the North Koreans wanting better plumbing... He tries to send the officer's latrine to the North Koreans with an offer of peace. Trapper finally manages to sedate him. Henry. Yeah. What's he doing in here? Gee, I don't know, Frank. He's a doctor. Maybe somebody's sick. I've been asleep three times while he's gone on operating. You know what that means? Yeah, you're sleepy, and I always thought you were dopey. You're certainly not Doc, Sponge. And guest stars in this episode, we have Herb Volland returning as General Crandall Clayton. And Buck Young plays O'Brien. Now, Buck appeared in three episodes of MASH and also starred in the out-of-work actor's Saving Grace project known as Quincy. <laughs> uh, sir? Cast it off now, Raider. We got ourselves new wounded. Well, sir, should I send back those 1941 frozen surplus chicken wings we got? I wouldn't. They're a lot better than those 1939 surplus hamburger right. patties. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Who wants to start us off? How about you, Al? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> I um, I thought it was a decent episode. Definitely not a funny episode at all. But I truly loved the range that we get to see from Alan Alda. Um, he is just an amazing actor. He can do comedy. He can do uh, drama. He's just, we get to see all of that in this one episode. Uh, and of course, the underlying dedication to medicine that Hawkeye seems to have. It just, it struck me as really kind of cool. Um, as, as the episode went on, uh, Hawkeye gets more and more tired and he's kind of, you know, zombied out there until the wounded arrive. And then just like this, you hear that? 
just like that, he snaps back into doctor mode and he is crystal clear. I just, I thought that was just absolutely great. And uh, I thought it was kind of a testament to Hawkeye as a surgeon. Again, as he gets more tired, he still decides to go in and help people. I just think it's great. And uh, really, probably the only thing that I have about this episode that kind of makes me go, huh, is when Hawkeye is, uh, you know, late night, he's in there dictating that uh, telegram to, uh, or telegraph to Radar to send to Harry Truman. I guess we want to send that telegram now, huh? My very thought, Mercury, not a minute to lose. Okay, shoot. To uh, uh, Harry S. Truman, uh, the White House. And uh, copy the Secretary General of the United Nations. Uh, uh, dear Harry, who's responsible? Sign that affectionately. A dissatisfied customer. Come on, let's go. Send it. Right. Let me know the minute you get an answer. Why did Radar send it? Why didn't he just sit on it? Or better yet, why didn't he just wait and talk to Henry and say, hey, Hawkeye's a little nuts. I mean, why would you send yeah. something like that to the yeah. president of the United States? I agree. I, I, yeah, it was just a plot device. Yeah, you know? I agree. There, but, there really no sense. Yeah. And uh, another a decent job by uh, Larry Linville, I think, uh, you know, in the scene where uh, Hawkeye's taking the picture and uh, Trapper and Radar conspire to stick him with the needle. And uh, Frank kind of gets in the way and, and gets stuck in the, well, in the rump area. <laughs> he didn't feel it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a pretty big needle. But I just love how Frank is walking away and then just all of a sudden drops. I mean, I, I don't know. maybe it's because I was tired. <laughs> I don't know. But it was funny. Uh, I, you know, not a great episode, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, in my notes, I have Hawkeye at his best. And it really, or Alan Alden. That, it, it, like like you said, Al, it just really, he shined in this episode. It was Overall, it was a decent episode. It's one I wouldn't watch over and over again. Um, but it has its funny moments, has its serious moments. My thing is, is why wouldn't they just force Hawkeye to stop? And they continuously, I mean, that always scared me about doctors when they would, you know, pull a, a two-day shift, and they would work 48 hours straight. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's who I want operating on me, someone who's been <laughs> up for 48 hours and is exhausted. And I know they're trained to, but, I mean, they must know a point when they can no longer function properly, but Hawkeye seemed to not care. Yeah. You know? I mean, because he was crazy in some of the things that he was doing. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, you knew, I mean, and it worked for comedic value, but... For real life, I just thought it was very unrealistic of how they treated Hawkeye. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, it was a decent episode, but not one of my favorites. Uh, no, I, well, mm, yeah, I, I've got quite some issues with this. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's... Alan Alder's acting in it is brilliant. I really like the way he looks sleep-deprived. Um, but 72 hours... No, I, I'm yeah. sorry. It's, 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 it's crap, it really. Yeah. In fact, my notes simply say the words... Bollocks. Um, <laughs> um, because, it, I mean, uh, you know, he, maybe he could stay up for 72 hours, maybe, but there's no way on this earth he would snap into into doing a, a surgery thing. Now, I, I've been awake solidly for, I think my maximum was 38 hours when I flew back from Australia and I had to go to a party. Towards the end of that, I was pretty zoned out, you know. I could still do stuff, but 
you know, I wouldn't want to do anything of importance apart from get home and go to bed. Um, if you take that away, it's a good episode. There's some some quite nice moments in it with Alan Alder's acting. I say when he's been sleep deprived, but otherwise, mm-hmm. it, it's just unrealistic and it's also unprofessional because one, he may want to carry on, mm-hmm. but he, but but Henry wouldn't certainly wouldn't let him, and Trapper being his bunkmate wouldn't let him, and Frank certainly wouldn't let him. He'd use <laughs> this as a great excuse to have him hauled off to somewhere. Um, so it's like Kenny, what, what you said, you know, it, it's it's it's. That that wouldn't happen. You wouldn't want to have to have someone like a doctor who's been away for seventy two hours working on you. Yes, we know there was long shifts during the war. Even even here in England, uh, doctors were uh, until not long ago was working silly shifts, but not seventy two hours. And I think that that put a little bit of a uh, a tone on me where you think, okay, it's a television program, but we've mashed. There has to be realism in it, and that was just not realistic. And it, it took me out of out of the actual episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so apart from Alder's acting, I, I, I really don't... And also, as you say, Al, with the, with the syringe in, in Frank's backside, you know, you'd notice that. And all right, you get the comedy moment from Larry Limbaugh where he suddenly goes, ooh, and then <laughs> collapses. But that doesn't happen either. You know, it's... Uh, no, I mean, as I say, I think it's, it's that of all my criticism, I still quite like watching it. You know, it's still a good episode to watch. But it, but its faults outweigh the, the good points more than anything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so it's not not the greatest episode, but um, Alan Alda definitely gets some five stars from us. Oh yeah. This is also a, again another little nod to um, uh, the Mash movie where um, Hawkeye and Trapper in the hospital to work on. Um, I think it's the General's son. And uh, he goes, who are you? He goes, oh, this is Dr. Jekyll and I'm Mr. Hyde. Uh, and I think that's another another little nod to the film. Yeah, could yeah, be. Very, yeah. very, very cool. Go to bed. Hey, who's going to put that kid with the surprise look back together? You? You don't know your rectus abdominis from your gluteus maximus. Look, if I find something in his chest I don't recognize, I'll come and get you, okay? Pierce, you're asleep on your feet. Wake me when I'm finished. I don't want to miss my nap. All right, so let's move on to our behind-the-scenes. We have a few tidbits here and there. I'll start us off. The title makes reference to the novel The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. And uh, Radar is pushing Hawkeye in a wheelchair through the camp, and Hawkeye's hair is quite a bit tousled. Now, when they arrive in the swamp, Hawkeye's hair is suddenly combed. They must have stopped at the barber and got a mani and a pedi, too. There you go. Uh, Trapper says, I don't know, Rasputin swallowed a whole drugstore and didn't even belch. Now, Rasputin was a Russian monk who, because of his influence over the Tsar and his wife, drove other members of the Russian court to try and kill him. Poisoning him with a whole bunch of drugs was one of the many methods they tried and didn't succeed. And then he went on to try to defeat Hellboy. (laughs) 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 When Hawkeye is getting radar to send a telegraph, he addresses him as Mercury. In the Greco-Roman mythology, Mercury, or Hermes, was the messenger of the gods. Very cool. Yeah, like that. Okay, now let me get you to bed here and make sure you're comfortable. That's what they all say. Uh Uh-oh. What? What do you hear? Slowly I turn. Step by step. Inch by inch. Oh, listen, let somebody else do these, huh? You're tired. (laughs) Radar. You're not a doctor. You're a layman, if I may use that term so early in the morning. The human body, aside from its other wonders, has glands known as the adrenals. Even as I talk to you, 
a tiny little man inside me with a golf cap and a pink cashmere sweater is saying to my adrenals, okay, fill her up, my oil and water are all right. Really? Of course, in some people, the overproduction of adrenaline can lead to compulsive, even psychotic behavior. Why are you staring at me like that? I'm not staring at you. It must just be your eyes. All right, it's time for some trivia. <laughs> and un unlike the last ones, I will not make you guys do terminology. Oh, I was doing quite well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> I, need find, I need to find much harder It's a conspiracy, here. I tell you. It's a conspiracy to keep me down. <laughs> yeah, here we go. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. Oh, that scares These me. These are... <laughs> this is under the cast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you an actor's name, and you got to tell me the character that they played. <laughs> Father Francis Patrick John. Patrick Mullins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here, let's start. Uh, why don't you start, Meds? Okay. We're going to go with Timothy Brown. Uh, Spare Tucker Jones. That is correct. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Al, here is one for you. It's Kelly Nakahara. Uh, she plays Nurse Kelly. That is correct. <laughs> she's, one, she's one of the nurses that stayed pretty much in the entire series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, here's one for me. Uh, it's Herb Volin, and I think Herb Volin is uh, General Clayton. Correct? Yes. That is correct. Yay. All right, so I'm going to pick one for our listeners. We're going to go with Jeff Maxwell. So the trivia question for our listeners is, who does Jeff Maxwell play in the MASH series? Send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Do you guys know who Jeff Maxwell is? Yeah. You're not, you're not supposed to say oh. it. I'll have to cut, what I'll have to cut that out. <laughs> I know, but you're supposed to say, yes, I do know the answer, but let's see if our listeners know it. <laughs> well, what is it? Wake up. I thought you were asleep. Something funny is happening around here, and I'm finally beginning to notice it. For the past couple of days, I've been making some very careful observations. There's a war going on here. People walking around with guns, uniforms, dozens of bodies coming in by helicopter. And without exception, every single one of them is mangled in some way. Don't you see it all adds up? There's guns, uniforms, wounded bodies. You figured that out, huh? I'm beginning to see a pattern. Huh. Why don't you go to sleep? You're turning into a 170-pound fruitcake. If I thought I could stop it just by going to sleep, don't you think I'd try? Look. Close your bulbs. And it all goes away. Two or three hours later, it'll be tomorrow. And if that gets unbearable, you check out again. See how it works. Somebody, and it wasn't you or me, started this war. Now, who was it? What, did two guys slap each other with gloves and challenge themselves? It isn't Pearl Harbor. We already had one of those. I, I gotta find out who started it. 
And then what? And then I'll get him to call it off. All right, you can find Mash Four Hundred Seven Seven podcast all over the internet. Where can they find us on Facebook, Al? Well, they can just point their their clicker over to www.facebook.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast and then click that little button that says like, like me like me i like to <laughs> like you uh-huh <laughs> and you can find us on twitter please follow us at mash 4077 podcast and you can find all of our information over at our website, and that's at www.mash4077podcast.com. And did you know that Meds is a writer? That's correct. He writes all kinds of cool things. In fact, you can probably see some of the stuff he writes at our blog site, and that can be found at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. In fact, I believe he has some awesome recipes for haggis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to leave us comments send us voicemails or answer our trivia you can send emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com and we also have a mash online store and you could find cups and t-shirts and probably anything else you really want to find at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash4077podcast and if you're lucky enough to be listening to us on iTunes, why don't you just navigate to our page in iTunes and leave us some feedback. We love the reviews. We love the stars and, you know, those pretty little five-star thingies on there. So just go ahead and do that. All right. So I think that's going to do it. Not the best episode. A definite bright spot on Alan Alda's uh, writing and acting career, I think, in this yep. episode. All right. So, yeah. So uh, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm the Mighty Thor. And we'll be seeing ya. <laughs> well, he drove about 500 yards, then his staff hit him, and he lost altitude. It's your cuckoo stunts. Four on the five. Oh, yeah. Taking a general for a ride to North Korea in a latrine. McIntyre, what makes him do these things? He's just unstable. He took this weird oath as a young man never to just stand around and watch people die. I took the same oath, pal. I didn't ask to be here. Yeah, me neither. Guess it makes about 80,000 of us. You know what? Hmm. If we had any guts, you, me, and the masked marvel there would take the next latrine out of here and go home. The queen and the king. The queen and the king. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077th podcast, and you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh-huh. 
or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at justbecausepodcast.com and in iTunes. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the Knights of, Knights of the Guild. <laughs> Holy crap. After, after listening to some of Frank's rubbish about the Korean... <clears throat> and, um... Oh, I just completely lost. Okay, I got it. Meds. Oh, me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Meds agrees. <laughs>